0: This
1: morning on the third hour of today, Chanel going on the job as a typewriter poet. I feel a lot of pressure. Find out if she has the right stuff when she learns the keys to crafting the perfect poem. Plus, Craig's heading to Kentucky to meet the trailblazing woman using science to shake up the bourbon business. Then, a tail wagging edition of The Upside.
2: It's hard not to love adorable
1: puppies the classroom that's gone to the dogs and how it's actually helping kids learn today thursday december 28 2023 from studio 1a in rockefeller Plaza. this is the third hour of today good morning everybody welcome to the third hour of today for a thursday we're all here yes, yes. before we get started we were just chatting. Um, have you come up with your catchphrase for, for next year? You guys will have to wait. We, I feel, we've, been, we've been
3: workshopping it. I feel it. such <laughs> pressure just so you guys know. like, what
1: was last year's?
3: Um, It was the year of the P. It was like patience. Oh, yeah. and you guys did not year like Year of the it, P yeah. in 2023. Like, yeah, and then
4: my
1: favorite was, watch what I'm
3: going to do in 2022.
1: Yeah. So So 2024, what are some uh, of the... I
3: no,
4: don't know. But four is so easy to rhyme with. I guess standby. Is it we're tomorrow? We'll find out. See
1: the tomorrow or the next day. What do I watch what's in store for 2024? See,
4: but now you've ruined it. Yeah, I that would have been good, be, but now thank it's out. You, now it's you wouldn't do better than that. Well, why is it ruined? Well, because, because now it's like. Now it's out in the know, universe. Yeah. Copywriting.
1: We're going to reveal yeah. it on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> reveal it Monday. Monday. Oh, on Monday. Oh, right. wait for All it. All right. <laughs> so, by the way, December 28th mm. is National Call of Friend. I love this. Okay, so who do you call the most?
3: I, on days like this where I have. You know what happens? if, Let's say we have a meeting. And then it's canceled, and you get that time back that you didn't know you had. Mm. That's when I use the time to call friends from like college or and my that, childhood. And so that would be
1: who you would call? Would be
3: oh, I'd call Jamie and Bianca and Simone and Leisha and Summer and Jolene. Wow. A lot oh, of calls, a lot of
1: people to call. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think.
4: Uh, and I, ha- I should
3: probably. Oh, call. Yeah,
1: oh, maybe I'll call more in twenty twenty four. Uh, who would you call?
4: Well, I oh, saying, yeah, I should call yeah. my mom. I should call my dad. I should call Not my brother. Who do
5: you call? Yeah.
4: I, as a friend, I would say my, my friend, Ann Allred, who I worked with in Boston. Ann she said when I moved away from Boston, she's now an anchor in St. Louis. And she said, you better call me. Because I know you, and I know you don't call people, and I know you don't keep in touch with people. Probably watching. So hi, Anne. I'll call you Ann. later. So you haven't?
1: You don't call her?
4: Yeah. If I were to call someone, <laughs> oh, I would call her. No. What
1: but about who you, Craig? Do you call no one?
4: I call Brian. It's literally the only person. Craig. I call. I, I call my mom. Oh, let's see. I <laughs>
3: that's. I call nice. my
5: brother. What about friends? Mm-hmm. I don't call them, <laughs> I, and and it's. And I'll be honest with you. Yes. Every year, I vow to and do you, better. You have said I that. feel bad. Yes. Yes. They call sometimes, or they'll text. I'm not a. I'm not a big phone guy. What about your not bro either. trip?
3: The um, trip we're you guys
5: thread. We, we, yeah. But we organize that over text.
4: See, even when you call me, I'm like, all right, this is gonna take a while. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Who do you want to call? It is, it, is, it, it is split between my brother, Chris, Chris, and uh, my friend, John Harrison. Oh, oh, I like John so. He's a good conversation. Yeah. Yeah. We That's John yes. Harrison. Yeah. Yeah. Now, That's good. speaking of friends, yes, uh, The Atlantic had an interesting article. All your friends shouldn't be the same age. For example, yeah. I am over 20 years older than all of them. 20 25? Years? 25. 25. 25? 20, oh, you really yeah. did the
0: math. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. have friends that
3: are
5: different ages? I do. I do have, I mean... But you not consider them Roker's friends. my oldest friend of okay. a different age. <laughs> Dang. Uh, and I'm proud of it. No, but I'm, I just, I
1: mean, I don't have a lot of friends of his age. That's all I <laughs> No, really just would you, see, would you, it would be like him being friends with guys his dad's age, right? That's yeah. true. Yes, yeah, so I just don't. Okay,
3: fine. So I
1: don't, I don't have a lot of friends who are younger than him. Yeah, I was just about to say,
3: what about the youngest? We do.
5: Some of our producers are, that okay, we work with. Do you to, consider right. them dear sure. friends? Some of them. Some of them are, not really. But <laughs> I just. I mean, no, no. I'm just saying it depends. No, on that's
3: fair. I do. I have my real, you know, my friend who comes to visit me all the time, Michelle. Yeah, she was my babysitter, and now we're really good friends, right? Yeah. Well, why are you frowning? Because do, I was just
5: doing math in my She's head. My again. Babysitter,
3: and then on the other end, I have a, one of my best friends in life. I'm about seven years older than her.
1: Mm-hmm. That's and your 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 best friend is Brian, and your husband, and he's much well, younger than you. <laughs>
5: Six
4: years, you,
5: like, you? you went a long way.
1: You, you went a long way out of your way. I, <laughs> I took a bus to transfer. I took a bus transfer <laughs> just, to get just, there. Just, just, I changed, <laughs> I changed, I changed <laughs> trains
3: <laughs> just so I could get there.
5: That's the only reason we're probably talking about it. But by I the way, feel like right. dealing, I
3: you stand in your truth. How old? How I much, married the
5: guy. Is you know. <laughs> that much younger, though. Like how much years. younger is he? It's
4: like six years.
3: years. Six. Years. six years. He's
4: an old soul,
5: though. But you when think- you were 21, he was 15. We don't do
4: that math. You don't. You, there's a There's a cutoff of how you can do that math. Yeah. Well, when did y'all start okay.
1: dating? When he was 12.
4: <laughs> 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 I was in Boston. I was you like 26, been 26 been 7, 27, 12, and he was six.
1: He could barely
5: drink legally, and y'all were going out.
4: <laughs> he was maybe still living at home with his parents. I don't know. <laughs> we love you, Bri.
3: <laughs> we do. These guys are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'm trying to fix it. You have three beautiful children.
5: Would you have to to go pick him up? Would you have to drive and pick him
4: up? I did tell you, though. I did tell you when we planned our honeymoon in Italy, I was able to buy him a youth ticket for the train system. (laughs) I saved money.
1: <laughs> but when he got on the train, didn't he have to fit under I that cannot. height requirement? <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's an age requirement. Oh, oh god, my god. god! Oh my god! <laughs> What's the next topic?
1: So, Brian. We do your you fish. Yeah. We and do love Brian. Children, we too. do love Brian and yeah. the kids. Uh, so maybe you're sleeping in on this holiday week. Uh, here's the interesting question: Do you have recurring dreams? Oh, that was And fast. it's really
4: weird because my brother has the same recurring dream. What? We can both breathe underwater, but only from the side of our mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we both how have that we? same so, dream. So in other words,
1: you're an underwater buddy hacker? <laughs> <What is that? laughs> hey, how you Boy. doing? Hey, I got this I that,
4: don't know. How did that come up? <laughs> wondered that how did they discover that and I, I asked my brother the other day i said do you still have that dream and what he, he says he still has a dream i don't and know what happened to us he was in a tub. <laughs> <laughs> are you in like a, a pool a pool usually a pool like, like a the child? deep end of a pool and we can That's breathe bad. underwater I I can also hover in my dreams. (laughs) What is wrong? What do you you
5: take to go to sleep at night? You take take seaweed. Oh, that's good. I don't take
4: anything.
3: Wow. So, do you have recurring dreams? I used to dream that I could fly, but I don't dream that anymore.
4: (laughs) 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 Dang it! I landed. (laughs) Wait, do you guys not have recurring dreams?
5: I I (laughs) do. Actually, actually, lately my
1: recurring dream has been being late for the show.
5: Oh, but you're never you.
1: No, no, but, you uh, but that I'm, is a good I'm, one. I, it's like like Yosef, our, our 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 stage manager, always you know calls, makes sure we're. And I always say, "Listen, have I missed anything yet?" And now I'm worried but that you I'm. said I'm, it. I'm That's like a classic anxiety dream. You've gone like, yeah, 45 years. Tests, or, have you ever missed a show because you overslept? I, I one a few years ago, I missed uh, a wake up with when I did the Weather Channel show. Okay. I, I overslept. I I I slept a half hour later. That was yeah. a good show. By the yeah. way, wake up fact, with That was fine with Stephanie What about you guys?
3: Have you ever overslept for a show?
1: Uh-uh, I need my job.
5: <laughs> you've come close, but you've never. I have. I've come. <laughs> never met I've I've come close because of traffic or construction or or, or weather, true. but I've never. Like I
4: slept. just overslept. How many alarms do you
5: set? I, I double I alarm. You? Do you do two? Oh wait a minute! I did oversleep once. I missed this. I, I walked in as they were tossing to a story. Wow! As a mm. correspondent, That's scary. I, never happened again. It's
4: harder for a girl though because we have to like do the There's whole little hair and makeup. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, do Craig that. and I you can just go roll around. That's true.
1: Literally. I mean, if if even if we didn't have to. You could have sit time down. To go makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah can you just, could do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's
4: a, you
5: guys don't you you don't get that much hair and makeup. I mean, you guys wake up pretty pretty nice.
4: Thanks. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we also enter the building and go into the basements. So you don't really do. see us And yeah, I also award. do feel like
3: we're the kind of folks. Like if you look at our Instagram yeah. pages, we're not wearing makeup. Yeah, yeah that's you know. true. So, so this
1: this this next topic yeah. is I think very fitting. Okay, uh, you've heard about FOMO. Okay, yes. fear of missing out. What about FOPO? What is that? Fear of people's opinions Ooh. of you. I honestly so, don't
3: care what people think I, of
5: me. I, I know. I she <laughs> no, really? NBC
1: has an article on how to worry about star thing. I think as you, I think really, surely the, as you get older, you, you care, care less, less
4: about yeah. it. Yeah. And, and what I never really cared. I, I mean,
5: I think I, when I was younger, I cared a lot more. And then you get mm. to a point point, you just mm.
4: I'm trying
3: okay. to teach my kids that. Like, it, you know, it's hard to, to The sooner so you learn that what they don't really care, they only mm-hmm. care about themselves. Right. Like, the sooner you can learn that, the better. You Plus, I also I
1: think, think it, it depends on who the person is. Just, yes. You yeah. know, if it's your spouse or your parents. Right. Yeah. You yeah. Know, that's I do care what my wife thinks about me. Yeah,
4: yeah. well that's yeah. nice. Yeah, that's a good it's thing. Good. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. 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 So it's funny trying to get your kids to think that because Calvin will say something to Ollie. And I'll be like, Ollie, is that true? He's like, no. And I'm like, then what does it matter if he says that? Like if it's not that's true. Like yeah. Calvin could say your hair is purple. Is it purple? No. no. You, and you know, hairs. Hairs. Oh, that's that's so right.
1: good. can you breathe yeah. underwater? No. <laughs> it
4: doesn't matter. But mommy and Uncle Ken. All, All right, right. right, coming up. A first hand we learned so much
3: about each other. A first hand lesson in poetry from the prunes. We'll show you how I tapped into my creative side to become a typewriter poet. And then later, two bosses who are making an impact for the planet with running gear that looks good and does good too. Be
5: right back. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will rain. It is our
6: time. My village. I know where they're taking your clan.
5: Bend for your king. Never. Whoa! Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13.
0: When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed.
3: We have had a lot of fun this week sharing our On the Job series, and we all know I love a good poem, so I recently tried my hand at becoming a typewriter poet and had the chance to channel my inner Shakespeare for strangers right in the middle of New York City. I don't know how to do a poem that doesn't rhyme. Like, what else is there? Over the years, I've been known to share a rhyme or two. It's heartwarming to see. If there was a Dad of the Year award, they would tie, at least according to me. I still don't like beer. Oh, no, no, my dear. That's the only thing I could think of to rhyme. But I thought I'd take my poetry to the public and headed to nearby Little Island to go on the job with poets Zoe Branch and Jay Sean Lee from creative agency Ars Poetica. The two are typewriter poets, creating custom poems for strangers in minutes. What kind of poems do they ask for?
7: Can you write me a love poem? My grandfather who passed a few years ago, can you write a poem about that? You really wanna hold a person's story and make sure they feel
0: heard.
3: So can you do a poem for me? One, because I selfishly want one, and two, because I wanna learn. Yes, absolutely. So let me know what you could use a poem about today. How about juggling? Juggling career, trying to run a marathon, and three kids, but also embracing it and realizing that these are all things that I'm lucky to have. Okay, give me a moment. In just a few minutes, Are you kidding me? Oh, that's so sweet, I'm gonna cry. (laughs) Oh, hands, may you hold all this heavy, wide truths, these gifts that are round, that are flying through the air. Now they go, all these precious things, with my feet planted firm on this earth. Girl, it sounds like scripture. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like. You're a therapist for some people at times.
8: There just aren't that many platforms for random strangers to connect with each other vulnerably. It
3: was time to get my creative juices flowing. I'm gonna write a poem about you.
7: Maybe a poem that just talks about all the great people in our lives that just pop up randomly.
3: Okay. (laughs) Oops. The typewriter took a little getting used to. Oh, shoot. Sorry. Whatever. Oh, shoot. Finally. There are a lot of typos. It looks like a three-year-old like wrote you a love letter.
7: Noise, beautiful noise. I learned it's not noise, it's music, sweet music. Now I bring music to the people I meet in the park, a wedding, or with friends, cheers to loving, living my purpose, making beautiful music. Love Chanel, thank you so much. Do you like it? I love it.
3: You know what, if this TV thing doesn't work out for me, can (laughs) I just, (laughs) you're gonna stick me in the middle of a park in New York City, shall we do it? I love this job, like what? I feel a lot of pressure. Hi. What's your name? Lucy. Okay, so tell me like why you're here in New York. We're just here on a family holiday. Okay Lucy, I'm ready. on. Where's the dash? Pardon my horrible typing. Okay! Are you ready for your
2: phone? (laughs) I just had to fix one thing. From North England at NYC, a trip I will forever cherish. Hello world, here we come. (laughs) Welcome to New York.
3: (laughs) I talked to more tourists. Hmm, how do I want to start?
7: We return
1: to Germany with memories we will forever cherish. Oh, I, I like it.
3: What would you like me to write a poem about?
0: I was starting to get the hang of it, I think. I've been here in New York and wandering and just kind of feeling like an open vessel for, for inspiration. Now you can't pee. <laughs> wandering
3: but never lost. Let her be inspired by the sights and sounds. She wanders
6: but she's never lost.
3: Love Chanel. (laughs) Thank
2: you. I
3: love it. Oh, yay. That morning, I typed up a poem to mark the end of our time. And no, this one did not rhyme. Every day is a new adventure, new ways to connect with each other and reconnect with nature. When we are open, the universe reveals new gifts. At the heart of it all is love. The end. It was one of my favorite shoots yeah. to date. Really, oh, yes. it was terrific. Ars well, Poetica, really like like, it was, you like that? I know you could do that on the side. Well, they do it at weddings. If you need me, weddings, my oh. I'm there <laughs> for you. Ars uh, Poetica recently announced plans for a new annual event called Storyville. It will take place in March and celebrate the art of storytelling. What happens oh, if great. you make a
1: mistake when you're
3: typing? You have a mistake, oh. and
4: they're so good that if they ever make a mistake they can turn it into something else that's cool that's, they that's also type. have a whiteout that you can put on the typewriter and then hit the button again yeah and yeah. it goes that's exactly like that a letter note card ah. nice <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> i couldn't do that still to come it's not your run-of-the-mill clothing company the two friends making athletic gear that actually give back to the planet then later a young scientist with grit an astrophysicist who is breaking barriers in the lab and on the beach mm. we'll be right back
1: We are back on this Impact Thursday. Recently, we met two friends turned business partners who are running a very different kind of company. They make athletic gear for your workout that also helps out the planet.
7: It's our promise to make the world a better place through running. And how'd you come up with the name? We knew we wanted to use an apparel brand based in running, which is the sport that we love, to make a difference in the world activewear brand Janji is
1: making waves with its commitment to expanding access to clean water giving two percent of its proceeds to further the cause all around the globe from the philippines to mexico to the american southwest mike bernstein and dave spandorfer started the company in 2012 and are approaching a major milestone
7: by the end of this year we should have given our one million dollar back toward water causes
1: This journey beginning with an idea sparked at a track meet in college. How do you decide we want to make a difference in the world and we want to do it through the lens of a running apparel line?
7: It was the hottest recorded day in May history in Cleveland, Ohio. We had water on two sides of this track, someone spraying us down, someone giving us these cups of water. And we had had experiences learning about the water crisis. It was during that track meet that this idea crystallized.
1: They ran with that idea. Now, each season's collection focuses on one region, featuring designs of local artists. The company also partners with organizations on the ground to improve access to clean water.
7: It's just one of these problems where it it literally trickles down into so many facets of society. You have kids that are, are sick, so they're not able to go to school. They're not getting education. You have parents that aren't working. And if you can find a solution for that community, the impact is just immeasurable. Janji has even navigated uncharted waters
1: by developing sustainable clothing. How is your apparel line different?
7: We have multiple certifications to ensure that the product is produced the right way. 74% of our synthetics are made with recycled polyesters. And then we have a five-year run ever guarantee that Every single John G product lasts a minimum of five years. And then we also have the first ever biodegradable enhanced synthetic running top. This shirt, which is made with polyester, doesn't take 400 years to decompose. It, is gone in a landfill in under four years.
1: One of the big problems that adds to the landfill situation in in this country and really around the world is there's so much production.
7: The most important thing is avoiding pieces ending up in that landfill. And so on the one side, we make gear that lasts. On the other side, we're, we're very conscious of how much we make. We make very limited run collections so that when they sell out, they're gone. But at the same time, There's not excess pieces at the end of the season that we are throwing away.
1: The duo hoping to continue turning the tide. Do you worry that some of these other companies kind of take notice and go, oh, we like what they're doing. We're gonna do that.
7: Look, if we, the big companies out there decided they wanted to give 2% of their sales toward water projects, make things incredibly sustainable, have a five-year guarantee, work with artists, That's awesome. We would love to be an inspiration, not just for the big companies, but but new entrepreneurs out there who are starting businesses and doing something really special with their time, with their energy, with their career, because we feel so lucky to be able to do this in the sport that we love and in a way to see the world around us.
1: Johnji is still on track to hit their major milestone, donating $1 million through their clean water projects. Wow. And the stuff is really,
3: good. I wore some of it training for the marathon. Yeah, really? it's good stuff. Mm. Yeah.
1: Doing good and doing good.
5: Yeah. Just ahead, a chemical engineer who is now changing the bourbon business. And I found out what it means to be a super taster. And then later, in the upside, puppies unleash inside a classroom and wait until you hear and see the impact that it's having on those kids third hour of today right back after this.
7: I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me.
6: Emerge as you. Tremfya (guselkumab) is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey 1 week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection 6 times a year after 2 starter doses at week 0 and 4.
1: Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremfya may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor
5: Oh, back now with a trailblazing woman. In fact, she is Kentucky's very first female master distiller of bourbon. Her expertise, her palate are truly impeccable. And I recently traveled down the bourbon country to find out how she does it. Time moves pretty fast in this day and age, but not here in the Rick Houses of Kentucky. Giant buildings where barrels of bourbon whiskey sit aging. The process of distilling bourbon is steeped in tradition, but things are changing. Meet Mary Ann Eves, Kentucky's first female master distiller of bourbon. Trained as a chemical engineer, Mary Ann got her started distilling giant Brown Foreman. It was there she discovered she also had a special palate, making her a super taster. Did you train your palate, or were you just born with it?
9: So I know naturally I have a really sensitive sense of smell, which is about four-fifths of your ability to taste.
5: So if you've got a regular palate and you're asking, what sets bourbon apart from other whiskeys? Let's let the master distiller answer that one.
9: All bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon. It has to be at least 51% corn, go in a new charred oak barrel, can't be distilled above 160 proof, can't be bottled any lower than 80 proof, you can't add anything to it by water.
5: It's a recipe for success with the global bourbon market valued at nearly $8 billion. Mary Ann was on the fast track in line to become the next master distiller at Woodford Reserve. Then... She decided to make a switch, joining the equivalent of a startup in the bourbon world, at Castle and Key. Castle and Key? Yes. What'd you do there?
9: I was the master distiller at Castle and Key. It was built in the late 1800s. It was being reclaimed by nature. The roof was collapsing, the windows were caved in, so it was really kind of resurrecting the distillery.
5: It was then that Marianne took the title Master Distiller, which drew some criticism criticism that bourbon expert Fred Minnick says is misguided. Did Mary earn it?
7: A lot of people at that time were like, Does she, has she earned it? She's far more qualified than 75, 80 percent of the people in this country who have that title.
5: After four years, Marianne went out on her own, working as a consultant, including helping develop a brand of Tennessee whiskey for football great Peyton Manning. She also started a family and now... Holds the title of mom to two little girls. Marianne's latest project is being a partner in a new bourbon brand called Forbidden. It's special because Marianne was involved in every aspect while distilling it at the Bardstown Bourbon Company facilities. Tell me about Forbidden.
9: forbidden the name really speaks to i think my journey in the industry doing things approaching things differently but also just being forbidden as a woman to do this job
5: how long have you been working on the recipe
9: i started developing the recipe for this back in 2016
5: it's taken seven years yeah marianne took us to the rick house to try some marianne what are we about to do here
9: So we're gonna open up this barrel so that we can taste it. Okay. And you and I are gonna decide whether this is good enough to be a single barrel.
5: (laughs) This is a tough assignment. (laughs) All right. Whoa. Oh yeah. So this is the five year forbidden.
9: Five year forbidden. Cheers. Cheers.
5: Good. It's pretty good. And you know it's good. You know it's good. It's good. You, know it's
9: good. <laughs> you could sell this now. You don't have to put it yeah. back in, do you? We're going to put a single barrel, stamp Right on it. A Craig Melvin barrel. It's going to be very expensive. <laughs> very expensive.
5: That's really good. Seriously. Cheers. Cheers. Well Thank done. You. So since our story aired over the summer they released a third batch mm. of Forbidden it's a single barrel bourbon mm-hmm. and I'm not just saying this because I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. meeting her it is probably the best bourbon new bourbon that I tried all mm. of this year wow. wow and I tried a lot of different bourbons yeah.
1: and a lot of bourbon. <laughs> right you, you're part <laughs> of
6: the bourbon
5: of the month club <laughs> <You've> <laughs> it, it's really good just can't you can't get it all over the country right, yeah. Yeah. so what makes okay. make
4: sure it's special too All right, right. turning now to another trailblazer in a male-dominated field. We recently shared the story of a scientist who is relying on her grit. She's an astrophysicist who's inspiring girls to reach for the stars.
8: I love feeling small. I love asking questions about our universe. She may be a tiny speck underneath the
4: Milky Way, but Serafina el nance has always had big dreams.
8: I grew up in love with the night sky, and I would stargaze with my dad at night. I knew that I wanted to continue and devote the rest of my life to studying the stars in some capacity.
4: Serafina will earn her PhD in astrophysics this year, but she says she quickly found that the path for women is still less than stellar, especially women of color.
8: There are not a lot of women in astronomy and in physics in general. And that's a really difficult, isolating, lonely feeling.
4: Serafina also became an analog astronaut living for a period of time in a Mars simulation. But she says only after learning how truly precious life on Earth is.
8: My journey with cancer really started with my grandmother. Um, She was diagnosed with ovarian cancer and ended up dying of pancreatic cancer. And then when I was in college, my dad was diagnosed with metastatic prostate cancer. And my dad is my best friend. Um, He is my number one cheerleader. And that diagnosis was devastating. In 2017, Serafina
4: learned she also carries the BRCA2 cancer gene. She was 23 at the time and was told to prepare for a lifetime of screening every six months.
8: For me, that was untenable. I couldn't imagine living my life constantly reactive and scared that something would pop up. And so when I learned that I could get a double mastectomy that would reduce my risk of breast cancer from 87% to less than 5%, I knew that that was the right course of action for me. Um, It really was a no-brainer. It wasn't a fear-based decision. It was an empowering decision. In 2019, Serafina had three surgeries
4: to complete a double mastectomy with breast reconstruction, and she was ready for a new challenge as a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model.
8: I think that the stereotypes of what a scientist looks like and what a body in Sports Illustrated swimsuit looks like is embedded in in my mind, right? In everybody's minds. Serafina
4: says she took the leap and applied for a spot in the magazine to reclaim her post-mastectomy body.
8: It was recognizing in myself, I can do this. And to my utter surprise, I got a call that I was selected. And the entire time that I was there was so empowering. I got to embrace my body in a way that I hadn't gotten to um, post-surgery.
4: She writes about her journey in a new book, Starstruck.
8: For me, feeling small is my way of feeling connected to the universe. So that sense of perspective really grounds me and allows me to tackle whatever life throws my way.
4: Such a great message. And Serafina's book, Starstruck, is out now. And we have an amazing update since our story aired. Serafina got married over the summer, and her dad was there to walk her down the aisle. That was
3: nice.
1: All right. Well, coming up, a doggone good idea. The classroom where kids and dogs are learning side by side. And wait until you see the results. Third hour today. I'll be right back.
3: Now for our series, The Upside, except this morning we are going to call it The Pup (laughs) Side, because a couple months back we learned about a school where puppies and kids are sharing a classroom. Our Weekend Today co-anchor Peter Alexander found out it's not just cute, it's also helping kids learn.
2: Yeah. How you doing? Good. <laughs> That's what I started. Morning, high.
10: So it's not exactly your normal school greeting, but at Hanby Elementary in Wilmington, Delaware, it's just the way Brooke Hughes's first graders like it.
2: I love puppies.
10: Hughes has always been an animal lover, and after fostering several puppies during the pandemic, a light bulb went off. What did the school say when you said, "So I have an idea. Right. I want to bring puppies to the classroom"?
2: Right. There was a lot of questions. Um, But they said, after I kept telling all the research about how dogs and puppies, you know, can increase, you know, productivity and mental health, they said, all right, you get one day.
10: That one day turned into the rest of the school year and the beginning of Foster Tales Puppy Therapy, a program Hughes created that she says has changed how her students learn.
2: We've seen a benefit in their reading scores because if they have puppy time, if the puppies are asleep, they have to read to them. And so their reading confidence has soared. And the kids that were like, you know, hesitant to pick up a book and read, they couldn't wait to read to a puppy.
10: These days, these first graders' classmates include a pair of eight-week-old Husky Pitbull mixes, Kelsey and Graham, fittingly a tribute to their favorite Philadelphia Eagles players, not far away. Hughes brings Kelsey and Graham home every night, but during the days, they've taught these kids to do more than just cuddle and play.
2: The empathy with each other and the patience with each other, I've seen that being a huge growth since before we had puppies. Every morning they have to do a little check-in, how are you feeling today? This year, almost every day, they circle excited and I say, how are you feeling today? they like, I'm excited because I get to come to school with puppies and you.
10: As a teacher, you can't ask for a lot more I
2: can't that. ask for it. I mean... If you, I think my number one job as a teacher in this grade is to make school fun, make learning fun, the rest
8: will come.
10: And it's coming quick. Just look at the poster Sydney made. Will you read it for me?
8: Okay. Okay. Adopt a dog because they are playful and they like treats and they
2: like naps.
10: They do, like, naps. 20 puppies have now come through Hughes' classroom before finding their forever homes.
2: Lincoln, why do we want these puppies to be adopted? So they can have a home. We want them to find a home forever, right? And this
10: video she posted of her kids and the puppies bonding went viral. People lost their TikTok minds. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And I had no idea it was going to blow up.
10: Why do you think it resonated?
2: I think seeing the joy that the kids had and... They fell in love with kids reading to them, of course.
10: That puppy love has helped all of her students, including Logan, who is mostly nonverbal and uses this device to communicate.
7: I like to read to Kelsey and Grant.
10: He just came out of his shell.
2: He came out of his shell, but he also taught us that he knows more than we knew. He was reading an above grade level book to the puppies. Wow.
10: Good job. Good (laughs) job. Woof. It's not just the kids that benefit, But the puppies, too.
2: If they weren't here, they would be in a cage most of the day at the shelter. And here they're being socialized. They're learning all kinds of different sights and sounds and smells.
10: Socialization for the puppies. Oh, yeah. Learning for the kids. Yep. I mean, who wouldn't want to learn like this?
2: It's hard not to love adorable puppies, right? Are you being adorable?
10: Are you yeah, being adorable, kinda. Graham? Oh whoa, Bumble. <laughs> Are you trying to Whoa, that was a French one. <laughs> you know the
3: kids love that. Oh, of
5: course.
1: And the puppies, too. Oh, I'm yep. sure. Yeah.
3: Thank you, Peter. That teacher uh, that Peter spoke with, by the way, Brooks says so far this year, 16 oh. puppies mm. have been adopted. Oh, look at these cuties. Oh. And the class now has several new foster pups staying with them.
1: That That's is great, good. Cute. To put a smile on your that face. Cute. Really. We'll be right back. Tomorrow on the third hour of today, behind the brand Birdie's Shoes. Hold and Jenna up next, and they're going to have some unique sweet treats
5: for that New Year's Eve bash. We'll
7: see you tomorrow, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms
6: define me. Emerge as you.
1: Infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to.
6: Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1 877 578 3527. See our ad in Food and Wine Magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available.